With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to GNAC Insider, the show that takes you inside the Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Hear from student athletes, coaches, and administrators from one of the premier conferences in Division II. Now, here's your host, Rob Lowry. From Burnaby, British Columbia, to Nampa, Idaho, and from Portland, Oregon, to wherever you may be listening, welcome to GNAC Insider your weekly look at the Great Northwest Athletic Conference, which tonight is a little bit more like the GNAC Golf Channel. I'll tell you why. I'm Robert Lowry, your host, and certainly glad to have you joining us here tonight. And we are going to be talking about golf. We are on the eve of the Great Northwest Athletic Conference Men's and Women's Championships, and tonight's show is going to be focusing on golf. Coming up a little later tonight, Concordia women's golfer Chantel Antonio will join us. Craig Stensgard, the head men's and women's golf coach at Northwest Nazarene, will also come aboard a little bit later. And starting off tonight's show from Burnaby, Simon Fraser University golf standout, Cy Lovan. Cy, thanks for joining us tonight here on GNAC Insider. Hey, how's it going? Well, it's going very well. Thank you very much. I want to talk to you about the season you've had, and it's been a very good one. You rank among the GNAC leaders in scoring average this season. Your stroke average of 74 is ninth in the conference and second on Mm -hmm. the team. But certainly golf is more than a game of uh, stroke average. How are you playing this year, your junior year, as part of the clan team? Um, You know what? I think I'm just uh, taking it uh, tournament by tournament. Um, I definitely had a better fall season, struggled a little bit this spring, but I think I got it back, played pretty well a couple weeks ago, and uh, was trying to straighten things out for uh, next week, actually, so, yeah. Well, you you say you straightened it out a couple of weeks ago. I think you're talking about your Mm -hmm. 10th place finish at the Hanny Stanislaus Invitational down there in California. You had a particularly Mm -hmm. good final round, a three under 69, and uh, not only did that get you into a 10th place position, but it also helped boost mm-hmm. the clan to a second place finish in that Stanislaus Invitational. It was the uh, team's final tournament of the regular season. Talk a little bit about mm-hmm. what you did and why things came together for you as well as you think they did down there in California. Um, you know what? I, like, as always, it's always a, it's a team effort. Um, I think uh, when we know someone's playing well, it just kind of rubs off and uh, easier for everyone to just think positive and keep playing the games. Uh, so, yeah, it was definitely a great team effort uh, a couple weeks ago. Um, and for me, it was just a, it was just a, a matter of just getting a team together. Um, I, I, I know we got a good team and uh, we play our best uh, when I get results. So, yeah. <clears throat> 
Now, that's 69 you shot down there. At what point during that final round did you realize that you were having a good round? Um, I want to say the first – well, I birdied the first hole. I was 400 or 300 through the first four, so I, I had a good start, actually. Uh, so I was, feel, I was feeling good right off the bat. I made a couple bogeys, a couple mistakes here and there, but I held it together. And uh, and around shot sixty nine, which I'm I'm pretty pretty happy with. Um, well, you, been you better. should Obviously, be. It can also be better, right? <laughs> so well, yeah, sixty nine. No, uh... <laughs> Very solid. Yeah, no, no question. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. And with that performance, <laughs> and with the clan coming in second down there at that prestigious tournament, do you feel mm-hmm. that the team is playing its best golf and performing at its top level, and getting ready for the GNX? Um, you know what? We're playing pretty well right now. Um, boys are doing really well, but, uh, probably not yet. I know there's a few things we can work on. Um, but our goal, our end goal is to make it to nationals, right? And hopefully by then uh, we'll be at our peak. So that's the goal. Well, you put yourself in position for it, certainly, as the clan right now is Mm -hmm. sixth in the latest NCAA Division II West region rankings. But, uh, interestingly Mm -hmm. enough, Half of the conference appeared in the final regular season regional rankings. Western Washington was second, and Concordia Mm -hmm. is number eight. When you look at that, two, six, and eight, does that just really attest to the fact that we have some very, very solid golf programs in the GNAC? Yeah, of course. I mean, some of the best teams, Western Washington's having a great year. Um, So, I mean, this year, conference championships, we're going to have some good competition. Uh, Concordia's been playing well too, and it's just it's great to see uh, that we're playing at such a high level. Uh, it's good good for everyone. So, <clears throat> now you're a native of Surrey, British Columbia. You actually uh, yes. are a, a player who was on the Team BC squad at the 2015 mm-hmm. Junior Americas Cup. Does yep. it go without saying that at, at some point after your career, Simon Fraser concludes that you'd like to go on the the pro tour? Uh, yeah, of course. I mean, it's it, it's a vision. I've been I've always been dreaming about it since uh, since I was little. Sure, many kids have. Um, but I'm just trying to finish school for now. I still have a couple years, right? Uh, but I'm definitely thinking about it. Don't have a plan in place yet, but. I think I still have lots of time for that. So, Well, yes, you do. Step-by-step, uh, step, yeah. <laughs> As a junior, you still have plenty of time ahead of you. With that in mind, what are you studying mm-hmm. at SFU? Uh, I'm studying English right now, and I'm trying to uh, complete a minor in communications. Um, I'm hoping to go into teacher education after that, so it's another couple of years. Um that's sort of the plan right now. And I still have maybe about a year and a half, two years left of my undergrad. So that's all all for school I'm doing right now. I've got to ask you this question. As we head into the GNAX less than a week Mm -hmm. from now, you have obviously played at that Coeur d'Alene resort golf course, and you obviously have had to tackle the 14th hole. The, uh, it's probably a world famous one, the floating green there. Mm-hmm. How do it you is. play? Is that one of the most challenging holes that you will play throughout the course of your college career? And how do you plan to successfully attack that hole? 
Uh, you know what? It's it's really intimidating. Obviously, there's tons of water, um, and you know you, the water's a lot bigger than uh, than the green, right? But um, it's I mean, last year I think I played pretty well. I played that whole two under for the tournament, uh, two birdies and a par. Um, and it's really just about picking a target and just hitting the shots, trusting yourself. Uh, I know I can hit it. Uh, I think everyone on my team can, so I'm trying to make sure uh, they're not thinking too much when that when they're on that tee. Uh, it's really easy to get inside your own head, but you know it's just like any other shot. Green's big. Hit towards a pin. And you should be good. Well, so. It's interesting you see that there's lots of water around that green. I'll be honest yeah. with you. I, I play golf. I don't play golf well, but I don't ever have a problem putting it in the water. <laughs> That's it's not okay. an issue for me. <laughs> no, well, Cy, right. listen, right. thanks for joining mm-hmm. us tonight. Cy Levan from the uh, Simon Fraser University Golf Squad. <laughs> hey, have a great time down there in Idaho. Play well, continued success, and uh, hopefully we'll have an opportunity to talk to you again here on GNAC Insider. Of course. Thanks so much. It was a pleasure, Rob. Talk to you soon. Cy Levan joining us tonight from up in Burnaby, British Columbia, here on GNAC Insider. I said that's the Golf Channel tonight. Craig Stinsgard, the head men's and women's coach at Northwest Nazarene. We'll talk golf with Craig, a good friend. We'll do that after this timeout. GNACSports.com is your 24-7 resource for all the latest on the great Northwest Athletic Conference. Schedules, results, standings, statistics, and more for all 11 GNAC members. Plus, catch live event coverage on GNAC.tv. When I first came to SFU, I thought I knew exactly what I wanted. When I got into my second semester, I suddenly wasn't so sure what I wanted to do anymore. So I started to explore a little bit. Archaeology, communications, history, even kinesiology. And then I decided to go on exchange to France for a year. I was an orientation leader for a year, became a community advisor in residence, helped start a choir, I even took a rowing course. After SFU, I have lots of possibilities of what I could do, but whatever I do, I know I'll be ready for it. And welcome back to GNAC Insider. I'm Robert Lowry, and it is my pleasure now. And I think even though we have known each other for probably more than two decades, Craig, have we ever talked on GNAC Insider before? Is this our first visit? I think it's our first one, uh, boy, in a while. I, I, yeah. I, think I did the show one other time, but I'm not sure if you were hosting or not. So it's uh, I, it's been a long time. When I say Craig, I'm talking to Craig Stensgard, the head men's and women's golf coach at Northwest Nazarene. But not only that, Craig, and I want to I want to get back to your team and the GNAC tournament here in a couple of seconds. But you have the prestigious honor of being named chair of the NCAA Division II Men's Golf Championship Committee. How were you selected for that position? I know that you previously served as chair of the regional advisory committees for both the West and the South Central regions. How was it that you became the national chair? Well, it's kind of it's kind of a funny story. Uh, I after oh, probably this is year three on the national committee for me in my first year's chair. So it would have been about four years ago. Uh, Dave Hagelin, the conference commissioner, um, inquired if I would be interested in 
a position on the national committee. And I thought, well, sure. I mean, it's like for guys like me, I mean, that's, if you can spend all that time just geeking out over golf, I mean, that's right up, you know, everyone else would be bored to death. And that's an idea of a great time for me. So, so, uh, he asked me if I'd be interested and we went through the nomination process and everything. And I actually, uh, I actually didn't, I wasn't really counting on getting it, getting appointed. Um, Dave asked me, would have been probably four years ago now at the conference championship. Hey, are you ready to, uh, to get on the national committee? I think you're going to get it. And I told him, I said, well, I don't necessarily think I will because I'm sure there's some guy out there that's been coaching golf forever. And he's just been waiting, waiting for an opportunity like this, you know, and, and, uh, you know, and I probably first time around, I probably wouldn't get it. Dave looked at me and said, um, that would be you. You're the old guy. (laughs) So, uh, (laughs) at that point, uh, at that point, I think I'd been coaching 17 or 18 years and, and, uh, I looked at him, I said, you know, I didn't, really like you much before but uh, I don't know if I like you anymore <laughs> at all now so so yeah so that we went through the nomination process and and uh one of my friends Todd Olmeyer he was leaving the committee in the west region and um and we've got a pretty good we've had a pretty fun pedigree uh Steve Card from Western Washington was actually the west region um west and south central regions uh member of the committee before Todd um, and of course, Steve's up at Western Washington. And Todd Olmeyer was at St. Edwards down in Texas, and then I followed Todd. So our regions of the West and the South Central, it's kind of fun to be in line with those guys because they're both good friends and and have done a good job. Well, I, as I understand it, I'll be honest with you, I don't know the inner workings of this committee, but I know sure. that you oversee and develop policies and procedures to administer golf yeah. championships. Is that it in a nutshell? And if so, what is your role to, to forward those kind of policies and procedures? Sure. Um, as far as policies and procedures and and um, things that directly impact NCAA Division II golf, what we do is is, you know, legislative items or initiatives that come forward through the coaches. Um, we have the, the coaches connection is a strong group in the NCAA and the golf coaches connection is a great liaison way for, for ideas to come forward, but we'll take, we'll take those ideas and work with the NCAA. We have a, a gentleman named John Baldwin, who's a director of championships. He's our liaison for, for men's golf. We work with him and, and, um, you know, things that we think are going to better Division Two golf will begin the process. Um, sometimes they're budgetary and they need to go through the three-year budget cycle of the NCAA. Sometimes their their policy that doesn't have isn't affected with financial implications, so we can we can uh, move on those a little quicker. But we're the primary conduit for making changes, um, policy change, rules changes. Um, you know. D- Anything that kind of that flows through for Division Two golf, that's that's where we, where we're the uh, we're the pipeline for for uh, the membership into the legislation, uh, and then well, as far I, as on a year to year basis, go ahead. No, I was going to say, and as a, as a golf aficionado as you are, you, I know a lot of those things would probably make other people's eyes kind of glaze over, but for you, I'm yeah, sure you're exactly. right, right. That's right in your wheelhouse. Yeah, that's the part where I joke about, you know, it's a bunch of guys geeking out over things that no one else cares about. But, yeah, I mean, it's a lot of fun. We have our national meetings are in the summer. We usually meet for about two and a half days, and 
I mean, it's just, it's, it's one of those where I look forward to going and, and, uh, and it's fun to, it's fun because, you know, and it's fun to know that you're leaving it in a better place than when you got there and, and you're building on the work many times because of the legislative cycles with the NCAA, what you start, you don't get to finish, you know, and we were able to bring to completion, um, things that, that the committees before us had started, um, you know, and those guys should be proud of that, you know, getting finished and, and hopefully the stuff we get rolling because you're only on the committee for four years. So, um, you know, when an NCAA budget cycles three years, you know, you don't, you, you probably aren't going to get to, to see the end of what you're doing. You just hand it off to the next group and they do their job. So. Well, I want to transition back to GNAC uh, play for a moment the men's and women's programs at Northwest Nazarene are in your capable hands as they get set to head off to uh, Coeur d'Alene, Idaho for the GNAC championships. I know you've played many, many times. As you mentioned, you're the old guy. So you've spent a lot of time up there yeah. on the Coeur d'Alene Resort present uh, in terms of challenges for your particular team. Well, I think, you know, I think it's a kind of a, it's a field wide challenge in the sense of the key to that golf course is the second through the seventh holes. Um, the, the rest of the golf course is pretty much right there in front of you. Um, it's, it's um, if you're hitting it well, um, you're going to be able to score well, um, you know, eight through 18 and then number one's a shorter par five. So, you know, I really look at those holes, but two through seven are, the gauntlet it's up on the hill uh my team calls it magic mountain if you can get off a of magic mountain at even par you're you're in a great spot um two is a long one of the longer par fours that's very narrow it's like hitting a hitting it down the bowling alley off the tee and uh and then three's a par three four is a tight par four you know and then five and six are back-to-back par threes uh, that are you're either on the green or you're in trouble on bo- with both of those holes, and then seven's a little tight dogleg left. And once you get through that little five-hole stretch or six-hole stretch, you know you you kind of know where you're at for the day right off the bat. So so that's really the challenge that it poses. And you know, and for for me, I've got you know three kids this year that are actually four kids this year that on the guy side that have all played it before. So. You know, there's enough experience there to where any anything that they do well, they know why, and anything they do poorly, they they I don't they don't have to hear it from me. They already know what they did. Um, yeah. You know, so and, and on the ladies' side, um, only one kid on our team hasn't played it. So, so I think we get in the van on Saturday fairly fairly confident in the sense that we know how to play the golf course. Now it's just a matter of going and hitting the shots. And when we talk about the golf course, and I brought it up with Silo Van from Simon Fraser earlier, and I want to talk with you about it as well. If uh, if uh, even the the passing golf fan may be familiar with the Coeur d'Alene 14th floating green, is yeah. that as da- is that as daunting as as it as it appears? And and what advice do you give your and what coaching do you offer your your squad sure. about how to play that? Yeah. Well, it's it is daunting. The 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 if the wind isn't blowing, okay, which is a big if because you're on a lake. You know, I mean, if the wind isn't blowing, it's not too bad because the guys will play it between 170 and 185 probably. And while that's a lot for you know 
us guys, you know, <laughs> that don't hit it as far. For the boys, I mean, they're going to hit, they're going to hit seven iron. You know, the most they would hit was might be a five iron, and that's if there's breeze. So, so they're they they don't get too get too nervy about it um, because they've all played before. And once you get out on that green, it is it is huge. The green is huge, and it's really a. I mean, it's 50 yards wide and 30 yards deep. So there's a lot of square footage out there. But it's just a matter of going through it once, and that's what that's great about the practice round. They'll hit a couple different clubs, and you know, we'll we'll as a team, each team spends probably five to seven minutes on the tee. Really, hit everyone will hit maybe two shots, and really get a get a comfort level for it. And then for the ladies, uh, it's a little more daunting for the ladies, to be honest, because the tee box for where the ladies are is more at the same level of the green, where the guys' tee is a little bit elevated. So it's actually more intimidating to me for the ladies. Um, and not because of the shot, because they're going to play it at 140 to 150. They all have plenty of ability to, to carry it on there with a mid-iron, no problem. But it's just the fact that you're on the same level, so it actually looks smaller for the ladies, um, whereas the guys is a little bit elevated. So that's a, that's why the practice round's important. They get over there, knock a couple on the green, get their confidence. And uh, now if the wind starts blowing, whole nother story. It can be, it can be, uh, if the wind is blowing more than, if it's up to 15 miles an hour to 20, I mean, it's, it's bar the doors because you could be hitting three wood off of one of those tees. And, um, and that, that's when no, no one wants to see that. (laughs) Yeah. Well, Craig, let's pray for good weather this uh, coming Monday and Tuesday for not only the Nighthawks, but all the GNAC teams there at the Coeur d'Alene Resort. Listen, my friend, it's been great to talk to you. I wish we had a lot more time. I need you to come back on again with us much sooner than you did this time. Good luck at the uh, at the championships and hopefully beyond as well for the Nighthawks. And I look forward to talking to you again real soon. Thanks, Rob. Anytime. Have a great night. Craig Stensgard joining us tonight from Nampa, Idaho, as we turn now and take a look at what happened last week around the Great Northwest Athletic Conference. In track and field, Northwest Nazarene's Jake Knight was named the Men's Field Athlete of the Week after resetting his own records in the shot put and discus at the NNU Open. He took the shot put with a mark of 60 feet and a quarter inch, and then the discus with a toss of 178 feet, 5 inches. In baseball, Montana State Billings remained on top of the conference with a weekend series split with second place Western Oregon, and in softball, Central Washington took three games at Montana State Billings, keeping the Wildcats on top of the GNAC standings. In men's basketball, Western Oregon head coach Jim Shaw, a two-time GNAC Coach of the Year and a two-time National Basketball Coaches Association West Region Coach of the Year, well, he's accepted a job now as an assistant coach with the new staff at Washington State University. A national search for the next Wolves coach is now getting underway. And those are just some of the highlights and headlines from around the Great Northwest Athletic Conference from this past week. Looking ahead, we're going to talk more golf. Concordia golf standout Chantel Antonio will join us when GNAC Insider comes back at you right after this. Make sure to follow the GNAC on social media. Find us on Twitter and Facebook by searching GNAC Sports. 
and visit us on the web at GNACsports.com. GNAC Insider will be right back. Now is the perfect time to enjoy a romantic stay at the Coeur d'Alene Resort. Book a lake tower room with a cozy fireplace and a world-class view of Lake Coeur d'Alene. Take advantage of Beverly's renowned wine cellar and five-star dining. Or enjoy the resort's many luxury amenities, including our award-winning spa, indoor pool, and fitness facility. You just can't beat the view from the Coeur d'Alene Resort. Packages start at just $189. To book your getaway, call or visit cdaresort.com. With more than 60 areas of study to choose from, Northwest Nazarene University guarantees that you don't have to settle for a major that's anything less than your true passion. NNU graduate Chad Larson's goal was to find a program that would help him achieve his dreams. Majoring in engineering at NNU gave him the prestigious opportunity to do research with NASA. While a student, Chad worked internationally and experienced pursuing his studies in zero gravity. Not once, but twice. Ten years from now, I hope to have obtained my Ph.D. and then begin pursuing a career at NASA where I'll be on the cutting edge of science. Thanks to the education he received at NNU, Chad is well on his way to fulfilling his dream by working to obtain his Ph.D. in engineering. It's not too late to find out which one of our majors you will love. Your program is waiting at Northwest Nazarene University. Call 467-8000 or visit nnu.edu today. Back on GNAC Insider, our trip around the golf world continues now as we have the opportunity to visit with Concordia women's golf standout Chantel Antonio, who right now ranks among the GNAC leaders in scoring this season. Stroke average of 77.5, third in the conference and second on the team. Chantel, thanks for joining us here tonight. Thank you so much. It's great to have the opportunity to be on the show. Well, I want to talk to you a little bit about uh, recently. You were down there at the Sonoma State Spring Invitational. You took medalist honors there. You had a two-round total of 148, and you led your team to the tournament title. And with that, Concordia's final regular season event this year. As we get set to, to tee it off at the GNAC Championships, do you feel that you and the team really peaking? Um, yeah, it's all about getting some good rounds together and some confidence going into GNAC. And I feel like the team did a great job of, you know, getting that going. And to put a couple rounds together personally was also really nice. Now, not only did you have a good finish, uh, the Cavaliers had three players finish inside the top ten down there at that tournament uh, held at the Santa Rosa Golf and Country Club. And with that, Concordia earned the GNAC Team of the Week honors. So so congratulations on that. It also marked the team's third tournament title this year after you got wins at Montana State Billings and St. Martin's during the fall campaign. So this this appears to me to have been a solid season from fall through spring for the Cavaliers. Am I am I am I reading that correctly? Yeah, it was actually, it was a really good um really good season. We started out in Montana and the team played really well. Um it's been a great all-around effort and it's been great to see, you know, everyone play well and just keeping up the consistency. Now, you have a little bit of an interesting background. You're a a native of Hilo, Hawaii, probably one of my favorite places on the planet. 
But she transferred from Hawaii Hilo to Concordia as a sophomore. And I mentioned at the top of this conversation, you're now a senior. What was it that lured you from your from your hometown to Portland? Um, I've always wanted to kind of get off get off the rock, as we'd say it back home. And um, Portland seemed like a really good fit, and I um, really liked the team and what they had to offer. And you know, like the city, so decided to make the move. What are you studying at Concordia, and what are, what are your future career plans? I'm studying exercise sports science. So basically, I plan to go to grad school for physical therapy, and uh, yeah, hopefully, get a good and long career out of that. Do you have any aspirations of maybe trying to play professionally at the end of your at the end of your season? Um, you know, I'm gonna see how the summer goes and. Uh, I know that it's a hard road, and I'll probably stick to playing, like, high-level amateur, but, you know, if it works out, it works out. Concordia right now ranked 14th in the latest NCAA Division II West Region ranking, so you're you're highly, highly regarded. There's no question about that as one of the top teams in in this part of the world as well as you get set to uh, head into Coeur d'Alene. And I, as I've been talking about with everybody who's been a guest previously, and I don't know if you heard my, my, my conversations earlier, but I'm asking everyone how they plan to play or how they plan to coach their players to play that 14th hole, the, the floating green there at the Coeur d'Alene Resort. Obviously, you have played it a couple of times previously. Is it challenging, and, and how do you plan to play that hole particularly? Um, it's always a challenge. I mean, it's more mental than anything. You get up there and you just see a whole bunch of water. And especially if the wind picks up, it becomes just a daunting. Just commit to a good swing and put a good swing on it. It's a really, um, a really gettable hole. And uh, I just plan to, you know, just have some confidence and trust what the coaches tell me to hit. Is it a fun hole, though, really? Oh, yeah. It's it's one of the best holes we play all year, and it's uh, awesome to get to ride the boat over and just to be standing out in the middle of the lake. Obviously, you started your career in golf when you were growing up in Hawaii. What was it about golf that lured you to this sport in the first place? I a couple of times and just and haven't looked back since. Well, Chantel, I'm starting to lose you there, I hate to say. I've enjoyed our conversation here tonight, Chantel. Good luck to you. Good luck to the Cavaliers at the GNAC Championships next Monday and Tuesday. Chantel Antonio Concordia, women's golf standout. As we turn our attention now and take a trip around the Great Northwest Athletic Conference, an outdoor track and field, nine GNAC teams will be in action in five meets. The majority will converge in Azusa, California, for the Brian Clay Invitational tomorrow through Friday. In baseball, all six GNAC teams will be in action this week as we come around third and head for home for the regular season. This week's schedule is highlighted by a series between third-place Northwest Nazarene and conference-leading Montana State Billings that gets underway Thursday in Billings. 
In softball, 16 games are on this week's slate. First place Central Washington will be in action for four, hosting St. Martin's for a pair of games on Saturday after the two teams meet the day prior in Lacey. In golf, the GNAC Championships are next Monday and Tuesday at Idaho's spectacular Court Lane Golf Resort. The participating teams will begin arriving this weekend. Now remember that for the latest in the Great Northwest Athletic Conference, you can go to GNACsports.com. That's where we'll keep you up to date with news, stats, standings, and, and much, much more. Also, please connect with the GNAC through social media, which you can do. Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, just go to at GNAC Sports. Well, we'll wrap up tonight's GNAC Golf Spectacular right after this timeout. The Wright brothers had a vision to do the impossible. Through perseverance, courage, and drive, their passion took flight. At Concordia University, this kind of revolutionary thinking is part of our DNA. Our MBA students don't learn in a lecture hall. They work as a team on actual case studies. And they appreciate how the evening, weekend, and online options make it easy to fit school into their busy lives. Free textbooks, iPads, and generous scholarships are available too. Concordia MBA grad Dan Reese sums it up like this. The connections you make in a cohort program are really powerful. You build relationships, you're solving problems together. Everyone makes a commitment to be part of this process. I've built relationships that I know I'll use through the rest of my career. With a Concordia MBA, students learn to question, challenge, problem solve, and collaborate, thinking in new ways to make a positive impact in the workplace. Let your thought revolution begin at ConcordiaMBA.com. That's ConcordiaMBA.com. Well, I hope you've enjoyed tonight's GNAC Insider, focusing on golf. Again, the GNAC Championships coming up next week. It'll be exciting. If you're in the uh, Coeur d'Alene area, I would encourage you to get out and watch some top-flight collegiate golf, no question. And if you can't, well, we will be back with you, and we will talk all about it, but not next week. GNAC Insider is going to go on a brief two-week hiatus We'll be back three weeks from tonight, 7 p.m. Pacific time, for our next edition of GNAC Insider. I want to thank all my guests tonight, Chantel Antonio from the Concordia women's golf team, Cy Lovan from the Simon Fraser men's golf team, and Northwest Nazarene head men's and women's golf coach Craig Stensgard for joining us. Also, thanks to Commissioner Dave Hagland, to our producer Connor Pelton, and to you for joining us. So, again... Until three weeks from now, I'm Robert Lowry. You're a GNAC insider. So long for now. You've been listening to GNAC Insider, an update on the NCAA's Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Remember to follow the GNAC through social media. To find us on Facebook or Twitter, search GNAC Sports and locate us on the web at GNACsports.com. GNAC Insider is a production of the Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.